Well, hello, Jet. How are you? Good. So what do you want to hear in the next episode? A plant dragon. A plant dragon. That is a great idea. Let's see what we can do about that. What do you think? Are you ready? Yes. Alrighty then. And now, from the kids zone, it's bedtime adventures. Adventures, adventures. Hey, why is there an echo in here? Echo in here. Echo. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Well, good evening, everyone. I'm so thrilled that you joined us tonight. Tonight, we shall be featuring a very cool story about a plant dragon. Are you ready? I hope you are, for we are about to begin. But before we begin, remember, we must start from the start, and we must begin from the beginning. Now, Jet was having a very hard morning. His parents had asked him to clean up the game room, which had Legos and stuffed animals thrown everywhere. Jet wasn't in the mood to clean as he had just woken up, and his dad told him to go ahead and take a break and take a walk outside to get his head right, and then he could return when he's ready to clean up his mess. So he walked out his back door and into his backyard. It was a beautiful fall day. The sky was blue, there was a crisp, cool breeze coming through the trees. Jet continued walking through his backyard until he got to the tree line. And he walked into the forest and down to the creek, which he jumped over. There were fallen leaves everywhere on the forest floor. He kept walking deeper and deeper into the woods, following the game trails and listening to the birds sing their fall songs. Jet didn't want to pick up the game room. He loves playing with Legos and all of his toys and such, but he didn't like picking up the mess afterwards. Deep down, he knew that it was the right thing to do because having a messy house is not a good thing. He was enjoying his walk, though. The temperature was perfect, and he loved the sound of the leaves crunching under his feet as he walked through the forest. Before he knew it, he was already deep, deep, deep into the woods. And suddenly, he looked up and saw something he had never seen before. It was an old skinny man sitting on a stump. He had long gray beard and a long white hair, and he wore a soft green cloak. A thick, long wooden staff lay on the forest floor next to him, and on top of the staff there was a shiny black rock. There was a small red bird eating out of the man's hand. And without turning or looking, the man said, You're here. I've been waiting for you. Waiting for me? inquired Jet. Yes. And with that, the bird stopped eating, looked at Jet, and flew off into a nearby tree. The old man retrieved his thick wooden staff and stood up. He was very tall, and under his bushy white eyebrows, two sharp gray eyes peered down at Jet. The man looked him up and down, and walking towards Jet, he reached out his old hand and placed it on Jet's shoulder. He looked down into Jet's eyes, 
It felt like he was staring right through him. And then the tall man closed his eyes for a moment and Jet felt a comforting warmth flow inside of his chest. The tall old man opened his eyes and as if thinking he, to himself, he said, yes, you'll do quite nicely. I will do, said Jet. Yes, yes indeed. You will do quite nicely. It is now confirmed. What is confirmed? And who are you? Jet was very confused. Looking down at him, the old man said, You mean she hasn't talked to you? Who hasn't talked to me? asked Jet. The Southern Forest Witch. Jet thought to himself, Southern Forest Witch? Who could that be? And then he wondered if the old man was referring to Miss Needles. Miss Needles was an old lady who lived in the forest nearby. Jet and his brothers had met her last year and had had several adventures with her and several other characters in the forest. Curious, Jet asked, Do you mean Miss Piney Needles? Yes, she is called this name by some. We haven't seen her since last fall, when we were battling against King Rognot and his grumbles. Ah, yes, grumbles. Loathsome creatures indeed. Well, if she hasn't talked to you, it must be for some reason. Who are you? Jet repeated. I am Strelig, Strelig of the North. Now, please listen closely as we don't have much time, for I believe that I may have been followed here. You must know that there is one in the mountains who seeks to destroy all that is good. He poisons the waters and he burns the trees leaving all of the animals homeless and hungry. And if he continues, soon we will have nothing left, and everything will be left in ruin. That's horrible, said Jet. Who is this person? Bortok. Once a good wizard, he has gone astray and left the teachings of nature. He now teems with the mountain trolls and the grumbles from all four lands, and he leads all of the lost dark creatures who have no good left in their hearts. Together they plunder the earth, wreaking havoc and leaving nothing but destruction and ruin in their path. The old man Strelig paused and he looked up into the trees above. The red bird returned and landed on his shoulder and was joined by two smaller gray birds. Strelig opened his palms and the birds flew into it and rested peacefully. He continued, We have tried to stop them. The elves to the west, along with the fairy creatures of the southern forests, have united and attempted to put a stop to Bortok's attacks against our rivers and forests across the four lands. It has been difficult. Much has been lost. Many sacrifices have been made. Even with myself, the fairies, and the elven nation, we have been unable to stop it. Bortok and his creatures are simply too many, and they're too strong. Strelig looked down with an expression of despair, and at that moment a squirrel came from behind a tree nearby and climbed up his leg and nestled in his other hand. Seeing this, the three birds in his other hand took flight, landing in a nearby tree. 
Strayling softly crest of the squirrel's head, scratching behind its ears. The squirrel chittered contentedly, and Strayling took a deep breath and sighed. All hope is not lost, though. There is a way. The one you call Needles tells me that you have a great knowledge of this forest and its creatures, that you have great compassion towards the land, and that you understand the ways of the forest. Jet looked at the old man and just nodded quietly. Here, take this. The old man handed Jet a tiny leather pouch about the size of his thumb. What is this? asked Jet. It's a bromadier seed. It's the last one known to exist. It was given to me by the elven queen. A bromadier seed? Yes, a bromadier is a plant dragon as it is called by some. It is a creature born of the elements, and the only entity powerful enough to put a stop to Bortok and his foul creatures. Jet stared wide-eyed at the old wizard, intrigued. Find a safe spot in the forest and plant the seed. Care for it as if it were your own. Keep it watered, and when the sapling grows, protect it and let nothing damage the leaves. In time, it will grow into a full-grown bromadier. And at full maturity, not only will it possess the characteristics of a typical dragon, but will also have the innate ability to control the four elements of fire, wind, water, and earth. A very powerful creature indeed. Only a full-grown bromadier would have a chance at ending Bortok's reign of... that? asked Jet. That's the hunting horn of the mountain trolls. I suspected that a party of them had followed me here, and my suspicions were true. We must leave at once. Soon the trolls' hounds will be upon us. In which direction is the witch's lair? You mean Mrs. Needle's house? Yes, take us there immediately. Jet nodded and leapt to his feet, running into the forest in the direction of Miss Piney Needle's hut. Strelig followed. Through the thick trees, both of them ran as quickly as they could. Jet was very familiar with the forest, and he knew exactly which way to go. He looked back on several occasions and was surprised to see Strelig right behind him. He couldn't believe the old man could move so quickly. The two began hearing barking. The troll's hounds were getting closer. Leaping over fallen trees and ducking under low branches, Jet and Strelig made their way as quickly as they could in the direction of Mrs. Piney Needle's home. Suddenly, two giant black dogs jumped through the bushes and landed right in front of them, snarling and growling. Each dog had two heads and fiery red eyes. Don't move, Jet, said the old man, pulling Jet behind him. That's good advice, Strelig. Unfortunately, it won't save him now. <laughs> Jet and the wizard turned around and saw three giant mountain trolls standing right behind them. 
They were extremely tall. About 14 feet high they stood, with gray skin. Each one was fiercely muscular, and they wore nothing but brown pants, which were ripped down by the knees, and each one of them had a rusty axe, which was strapped to their back with leather bindings. Their heads were bald, and their shoulders were hunched over slightly, their knuckles resting on the ground as they stood in front of them. The biggest troll in the front spoke. Your time is up, wizard. We have you surrounded. Surrender at once and hand over the Bromadea seed, or we shall crush you into dust and feed you to our hounds. My goodness, the mountain trolls and the two-headed dogs have Jet and the wizard Strelig surrounded. What's going to happen? Well, I don't know. I guess you'll have to tune into part two on Bedtime Adventures, Adventures, Adventures.